We listen. We had all the best breakup songs in love yes, songs ma'am. back then, and we had no clue what we were singing about, but definitely singing it. <laughs> yes, ma'am, honey. So, hey, everybody out there, welcome to another episode of The Gift of Gab. Of course, I am your host, Gab, um, more affectionately known as Miss G. Um, and if you real out there, they call me Big G these days. But, <laughs> you know. Big <laughs> Okay. Big G. <laughs> um, so, y'all. Listen, I'm ready to dive into this episode, but first I want to take a moment to introduce my homie, my sister wife, my girl, like sister wife, you got to know the backstory. So if you know, you know, if you don't, sucks for you, (laughs) but definitely my sister wife. Everybody (laughs) welcome my girl, Eden, the artist. Hi everyone. Hi, hi, hi. Um, I am Eden the Artist, also known as Sharonza, if you really know me. Um, Also known as Charnel, if you only know me from social media. So nice to see you all. And I am excited about this episode of Gift of Gab. Listen, (laughs) listen, the episode of all episodes. Let's talk about it, sis. This one right here might spark a fire. So Mm. ladies and gentlemen, and people with no gender, Thank you for tuning in. Um, everybody, oh, people with many genders. Yeah, people, everybody's welcome to the gift of gab. So today's mm-hmm. episode is the dating pool is filled with pee. Sadly, the dating pool is filled with pee. So both of us are single women living our best lives, and we out here in these single streets, sis. Oof. And it's some sad streets to be in. It's some sad streets to be <laughs> in. So I, I guess where we can start at is uh, how long have you been single? Um, This is my second year being single after my last relationship. So I had a relationship for a year. Mm-hmm. And after that, I'm going on my second year of being single. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we're going to dig a little bit here without telling too much or tell as much as you like why are you single um because I refuse to settle so I have gotten to a point in my life where I understand that I'm not where I would like to be I'm not where I'm going but I have my plan I have my direction and I have certain guidelines that I have to stay within. So for me, if I'm going to date someone, you have to be able to, uh, you have to be able to increase or to, to help push me towards my goals while I help push you towards your goal, which means that our goals will have to be aligned in some sort of way. They don't have to match completely, but they have to be going in the same direction so that we can help propel each other, each other forward. But if we're not doing that, there's no need for me to waste my time with you or for me to waste your time with me. You know that? Cause listen, time is the one thing you can't get back. Mm -mm, It's mm -mm. the one thing you can't get back. So ain't no sense to us. 
you know, starting this thing out and, and we, we ain't on the same page. Absolutely. Exactly. Like you said, like, we don't have to be on, we don't have to have identical paths that we're trying to take, but we both need to be headed in the same direction, essentially. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I feel like your goals have to be goals that I'm willing to put myself aside for a moment to help you reach your goals. You get what I'm saying? And my goals have to be the same. So prime example, I take my my sister and her husband, for instance, when my brother-in-law was getting his doctorate degree, he was, he needed to, you know, move to a different city and he needed to go to school there. So my sister had to put aside whatever her goals were at the time to make sure that their household was together, to make sure that he had everything he needed while he was in school, to make sure that their relationship was still solid. Same goes for him. While she was in law school, he did the exact same for her. He waited until he was ready, until she was done for him to go to school. So I have to be able to say, I'm willing to sacrifice what I want in this moment because right. what my husband or what my partner needs is what's important. And that's what's going to make make um, us a better union in the long run. You get what so I'm saying? Basically, what I hear you saying is I'm not settling. I'm not there settling. Are, there are certain requirements that I have that have to be met or exceeded. And then we can we can talk about me no longer being single. That's what I hear. Absolutely. All right. And, I, and listen, I'm 100% for that. So since today's episode is called the dating pool is filled with pee tell me why you think the <laughs> dating pool you know because it's usually a nice aqua green y'all see the beach behind me see this nice blue mm-hmm. and stuff back here mm-hmm. the dating pool i'd like to think right now because it's filled with so much pee it's not that great wonderful blue it's that nasty green Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. why do you think the dating pool is filled with pee right now oh I think it's a combination of things okay. I think that um this this idea of what it is to be in a relationship has been tainted by social media by um reality tv um by hip-hop music um i think that just mainstream media in in a in general has a big 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 uh part in it and i also think that people have lost faith in monogamy i agree people have lost faith in uh be, just being honest. I don't understand why people lie so much. So, so what type of people do you think are peeing in the pool, sis? Well, I mean, I don't know. I think it's more of a, more people are peeing than not. You know, I think everybody that's in the pool, for the most part, have peed in it at least once. Oh, so me and I'll you have that. peed in the pool. We, oh, I, baby, let me <laughs> tell you something. Baby, back in my 20s, baby. Listen, <laughs> we have peed in, in the pool real quick. <laughs> so I'm not sitting here saying that I'm all perfect. Really? But what I am saying is that I've learned now that I'm older to get out of the pool when I have to pee. Ooh. You understand me? Say that one more time for the people who didn't hear you. I learned to get out of the pool when I have to pee. Yes. 
And I would I would wholeheartedly agree with you that I have definitely peed you know? in the pool before. I have contributed to it. So would you agree that liars are peeing in the pool? Uh, absolutely. Would absolutely. you agree that broken people are peeing in the pool? Absolutely. Would absolutely. you agree that some parents who dig in their children's Listen. business are peeing in the pool? Listen, but I, I will say this. I will say that adults who still allow their parents to get in their business, they need to get out of the pool. They need to get out of the pool. I agree. You need to get out of the pool with your pee. Because if I wanted to date your mama or your daddy, that's what I would be doing. I wholeheartedly agree. But we can say some parents are contributing to the pool mm-hmm. that's all peed out, right? Absolutely, because that was a big, big factor in my last relationship. I don't think that the average person is trying to um, cause a problem in the dating pool. I think like I I heard this on like a cartoon or somewhere like people went to like a section of the pool. Like, okay, this is the pee section over here. And they thought they can just pee in that little section of the pool. And it wouldn't pollute the rest of the pool. It wouldn't pollute the rest of the pool. But, you know, I just don't think some people intentionally peed in the pool. So, you know, so, okay. So in your singleness, I think a lot of women, well, I'm not going to say that. Let me go back here. Let me go here. During your singleness, are you dating multiple guys or are you focused in on dating a single guy or woman? Are you just focused on dating one person at a time or are you just kind of, you know, seeing what's out there, testing the waters? So I think there are different levels to dating. And that's why I say honesty is the most important thing because. I think that there is a stage of dating where you can date multiple people and it is perfectly okay Mm -hmm. as long as every person understands that you're not committed to them. There's no, there are no strings attached with them. We hanging out, whatever we're doing when I'm with you is what we're doing when I'm with you. When I'm not with you, whatever I'm doing is my business. Whatever you're doing is your business. When we get together, we're going to kick it. We're going to have a good time and that's it, you know? But then if you decide with someone that you're going to take them seriously and you're going to see where the things are going, you know, I think that that's when you decide to focus on that one person. It just depends on where you are in the dating stages. Right. And, you, and so it's important to have that conversation with the person or people that you are dating at the time, Absolutely. Say, you know, hey, like, this is what I'm thinking. Because a lot of times, and I can only speak from a woman's perspective, because that's all I've ever been, right, is a, is a girl, a, a woman. So um, a lot of times I hear women, like, saying stuff like, you know, I don't know where he's at right now. I don't know what he wants right now. And I always catch myself kind of thinking, like, but what do you want? Where are you? Why are you waiting on an answer from him? So I, I like, those are some of the types of people that I don't think they're trying to contribute to the dating pool, but I think they're, I mean, contribute to the, to the P in the dating pool, but Mm -hmm. I think they are because they are waiting on an answer from somebody else when the answer lies within themselves. Like, what do you want? Are you, you you know, Gabby, I think that that's where things like gift of gab come into play because 
when I was peeing in the pool, I didn't necessarily know I was peeing in the pool. I was doing what I saw my cousins do or what my cousins taught me. You don't let a man do this. You go do da-da-da-da-da. So it's not that I knew what was really going on. I didn't have that, the knowledge that I have now. I didn't have the experience that I have now. I'm thankful for every experience that I've gone through. But the reality is I was very um, naive and I was very limited to my understanding when I was peeing in the pool, which is why I was peeing in the pool, you know? Well, you know better, you do better. So that's why I say I've learned to get out out of the pool when I have to pee. I've learned how it feels when you find out somebody is doing the exact same thing to you that you did to somebody else a couple of years ago. You learn it. how it feels when, you know, you thought you were on one page and this dude is like, I told you we were just kicking it. Exactly. <laughs> and, and you know, you know, I, I think a lot of times Yo. women blame men and be like, oh, well, he didn't say this. He didn't, but he did accountability yeah. is a oh oh that's oh, a girl oh she is something what it was and you still went that yeah accountability is sure. something yeah. and so I had to learn to take accountability for what I did and what I didn't do but I should have done you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. the conversations I didn't have but I should have had you know mm-hmm. so it's all about understanding you as a person, because honestly, I couldn't care less what nobody else want, because I've expressed to you what I want. If you haven't expressed to me what you want, then that means you don't want me to know. I I think I'm in agreement with that. (laughs) You got to speak up. You know, what can I do? What can I say? Yep. You got to speak up. You have to speak up. So, so when so basically, you are open to dating multiple people at a time to narrow down, okay, this is the person I want to focus in on, right? Mm-hmm. And then you have that conversation with, with him or her or whoever, mm-hmm. and you say, hey, you know, I, I'm, I'm ready to get rid of everybody else and take the next step in our dating relationship. It's important at that time. Go ahead. I think partly... Part of it is if I'm dating multiple people, right? Mm -hmm. Let's say I got, I've never dated anybody with with these names, by the way. At least I don't think so. (laughs) (laughs) Bob, John, Brian, Brian and Kendrick, right? Mm -hmm. But I really like Kendrick. Mm -hmm. These three give me, they, they have something that I like but I'm really digging Kendrick. Mm -hmm. Kendrick has to occupy my time. I don't care how much I like Kendrick. Kendrick has to show me that he's just as interested in me as I am in him. Because if not, I'm still going to hang out with Bob, John, and um, I forgot what his name was, but we still hanging out, you know? And it happens like real life that happens. Like you forget what their name are, but you you just have to hang out with them. (laughs) Listen, (laughs) listen. I was just trying to text one person the other day and hit the wrong number. This man called me back talking about how you been. I'm talking about, hey, girl, still don't know who it was, Lord. It happens. That's life, though. It's life, you know? It's life. At least I stored his number. (laughs) You better than me, because it's some people's number I store out of, like, I want to ignore you sometimes, so I got to remember who you are when the time when you call me. And I'm like, ah. 
some people's number I store because I'm actually interested. Mm-hmm. In, uh, but a lot of them, yes. a lot of their numbers just don't get stored. A lot of their numbers. Agreed. Agreed. That's why I said at least this number got stored for whatever. I don't even remember when I got this number. But hey. So, so with sorry. that being said, though, so if Kendrick tells you or shows you that mm-hmm. he's not feeling you the same way you're feeling him, what's what's the move? What we do? Kendrick can be replaced. Do you know who I am, honey? So basically, we don't <laughs> change something. We don't change. No, I'm not chasing anybody, especially For somebody what? who doesn't want to be caught. Right? That part. That part. Let me tell you something. I have way too many things going on in my life to be running behind anybody who does not want to spend their time with me. Right. Yep. That's it. And that's all. Because that's the I'm not going to ask you too many times to hang out. Matter of fact, I'm probably going to ask you twice because I don't like rejection. So if I ask you one time and you have a legitimate or a, a somewhat okay excuse, okay, I can buy that depending on what your situation is. Right. The second time and you still give me an excuse, okay, we ain't hanging out no more until you offer to hang out. And if you still have a time frame in which you can ask me to hang out. I like it. So basically what you're saying is you got to move off my time off my wave. I like that. We have to have the same wave. I'm not saying that I'm being, I'm not an unreasonable person. So it's not like you got to move off my energy. No, but you have to give me something. You got to meet me in the middle. So I ain't going to tell you how to move, but you have to meet me in the middle. If I got to come all the way across the street, baby. Mm-mm, that's too much for me. I don't like putting gas in my car that much. <laughs> so, I mean, even though we're two single women and most of this conversation, I think, is going to center around women being single mm-hmm. out here and, and how we contribute to the to the pee pool or how we allow people in the pool to pee on us. What mm-hmm. do you think? Um, because I personally think that the, the world of romance has not evolved or even just kind of moved at the same pace like I think it's so different now so how do you think what do you think about the world of romance and dating and and courting like I don't think people really court anymore so what do you think about the way men approach women nowadays or women approach men like who do you what do you think is contributing to the pee in the pool there I don't know where it's coming from, but the idea that sexual advances are compliments bother the, it bothers me. Right. It bothers me a lot Yeah. because I saw a meme a couple days ago. It was a black man doctor, or it said he was a doctor, nice dress, chocolate, sexy brother. And it said, um, <laughs> it said the doctor, you know how it has like the doctor saying, you know, what are you here for? And the woman automatically says, pap smear. Mm-hmm. That bothers me. Why is it that your, your way of trying to get a man is by opening your legs to him? Why is it that mm-hmm. a man thinks that by telling a woman, oh, you fine, I ha- you can have my baby. That's a compliment. Sir, excuse right. me, what? Right. 
Yeah. Or you, telling me that you want to do something to me sexually is a compliment. That's not a compliment to me. Yeah. I don't find it attractive at all. And I think I, I think that as much as I would like to hand the award for that type of buffoonery to men, I think women are women are notorious for it as well. Absolutely. It's not just on men, no. Yeah. And I, I just think that's that's it's crazy because women also turn around and get mad when men treat them like whores. Very much so. I, I, I always think back, and I've said this a few times, like on the other podcast that I'm on. Shout out to uh, Florida Man Podcast. Absolutely, um, I love Florida Man Podcast. By the way, we appreciate everybody that listens in. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I, I think I've said on there before that oh, I just lost my train of thoughts of where I was going with that. Um, oh, that the art of romance is gone, or it's mm-hmm. just it's just really hard to find because like everything is right there at a guy or a woman's disposal like it's you can just log on to any social media and see some woman with it bust all open and hey shout out to you if that's what you want to do with your body I got no problem with that girlfriend do you I'm just saying that it's so readily available that the art of romance is no longer there because it's like what do I have to chase you for what 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 am I what am I what am I trying to get to know about you when everything uh-huh. I need to know about you is it's right here, here. and like, everybody what, what am I looking it. for so yeah so I come from a time where like I said I, I I saw my uncles and my cousins and my brothers like they opened doors and the women didn't feel like less of women less of a woman because my man is opening the oh, door man. for me. Yeah, the women know. didn't feel like less of women because the guys are taking out the trash. And I think nowadays that's a contributing factor to the pee in the pool that some women, women wanna... are so super independent. Girl, they don't need a guy for anything. And I'm and I hate to say the word need, but they don't require anything. No need. Guy. Me. Yeah, they don't require him, but they don't require anything of him. So then right. there's, there's this group of guys that feel like, oh, when I show up to a meal, you should be going Dutch with me. Sir, like, this is our first date. I'm sorry. I'm old school. You pay for the first date. Well, see, I was, I, I was, I was taught that whoever invites someone to the date is who pays, one. However... It depends for me. It's very, very rare that I will get on the first day and be like, oh, this, this nigga cool. I'm not about his dinner tonight. Right. Very rare, but I have done it. Um, and I think but, yeah, I mean, trust me, I'm fine with that. Yeah, I if I didn't want to buy it, I wouldn't yeah. buy it. <laughs> that's it. And that's all, sir. But um, I'm okay with going Dutch on a first date depending on how the date goes because I'm one of those independent women where I want it to be said that I don't need anything from you depending on how this date goes so if you sit across from me and you give me the vibe that you think that you're this knight in shining armor or you're somebody who I need or you're someone that you know that would it's that your God's gift to women. Mm-hmm. I'm not, don't worry about it, sir. I don't need you to pay for anything for me. I got me. And as I'm a, a matter of fact, because I, I got like, you too. 
I'd be like, Gabriel, let your shine, let your light shine and pay for this good dinner, sir. And then do this uh-uh. to you because I'll never talk to you again. Like, I, I don't know. Like, that's just me. I just, I, and I think that comes from, I have been out on dates with my brother, my uncles, my cousins, and uh-huh. I've seen them with their women. I've seen them with their girls and they always pay. They uh-huh. always pay. Like, always. I, I, did, I never saw a time where the woman pulled out her her cash to pay and they raised me with that notion that it's not that you can't do it it's not that you shouldn't do it sometimes because because of course they love and appreciate that and they deserve that Uh but the man should be doing this the man this is this is his role in all of this not saying that I saw the women you know like they cook for their guys when uh-huh. certain times came around, they did things for their guys and stuff like that. So cool. But I just feel like when we go out on a date, if it's the first day, I will bend and say, okay, if I invite him out, I will pay. I don't have a problem with it. I think uh-huh. that's fair. But if he invites me out on a first date, there should be no thought of me and him going Dutch. And maybe that's me contributing to the to the pee in the pool with that. Maybe I didn't <laughs> Not myself. really though. Not really because I'm not going for me. As long as you're honest about that, then you're not peeing in the pool. As long as he know before y'all even get it popping, sir, I want you to understand I ain't paying for nothing. I don't care. I'm not paying for it. Yeah, then you're not peeing in the pool. I'm not. I'm definitely not doing that. So since we're on the topic of date, tell me your best date that you've ever had <laughs> and tell me the worst date you've ever had. <laughs> The worst, let's start with the worst date. Because baby, the worst date is hilarious. It was when I first moved to Tampa. Mm -hmm. So this was like uh, 2013, maybe. I was um, over at one of my cousin's house in Thanota Sassa. What's wrong? Oh, no, no. I was looking at the time. You're fine. Go ahead. Okay. I was over at Thanota Sassa at one of my cousin's house. And um, this guy who was living next door to her, he comes out, he asked me on the date, blah, blah. No, he asked for my number. That's what it was. So he exchanged numbers, whatever. That Sunday, he asked me, he texted me. He was like, you know, let's go get lunch. So I'm like, okay, cool. He said, where you want to go? I said, we can go to Chili's, whatever. Chili's is nice, even, you know, nothing too expensive. Lunchtime, whatever. So we get to, we I get to Chili's because I got there about 15 minutes early. That's what I normally do. Um, I like to scope the scene, see what's going on, you know, right. park my car in a place that I probably don't want you to see where I parked at. So, right. you know, I got there a little early. So when it was time for us to meet, I text him and I was like, hey, I'm inside. And I was like, hey, I'm here. Mm-hmm. And he goes, you're at my house. So I was like, why would I be at your house? And he goes, <laughs> he goes, I thought I was going to pick, I thought you were picking me up. Why would I be picking you up, sir? That's the lack of so communication. I should have went home then. I should have <laughs> taken my black self home. <laughs> but I didn't. Mm-hmm. So he goes, okay, I'm on my way. Whatever. So I'm thinking, I don't know what I'm thinking, honestly, because he said he on his way. So I'm sitting inside of Chili's at this point and I see a truck pull up and he gets out of the passenger side and the truck drives off. So he got dropped off to the date. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. I don't know if Uber was around back then, but I didn't think it was an Uber that I can tell you. Okay. So he, he comes around and, and he's in this like LL Cool J velour suit with his zipper part zipped down, no undershirt, and the taco meat is hanging out. Mm. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I'm sitting in this restaurant and I'm like, oh my gosh, I hope nobody from school don't walk in here because at this point I'm going to USL. I'm like, I hope nobody, nobody from school don't walk in this restaurant right now. God forbid if Lanisha walk in here because she is going to clown me. <laughs> so we're sitting down and we're talking and he goes, oh, this is a fancy restaurant. And so I just looked at him. I said, Chili's? And he goes, yeah. I said, Okay. So the waitress comes and we order our food. You know, I order my, I order the Long Island iced tea because it was two for one and I needed two at that moment. <laughs> <laughs> and he ordered his drink or whatever. So we get our food and we're just having normal conversation. And at the time I was a correctional officer. So he asked me about work and he's like, you know, what do you do for a living? I'm like, you know, I'm a correctional officer, blah, blah, blah. So he goes, okay, where do you want to go with that? And, you know, this was back when my life was going in a different course. So, you know, I was like, you know, I wanted to swat at some point. I wanted to do the crossover, blah, blah, blah. He goes, oh, okay, well, you know, it's nice you have a career. It's stagnant, but it's a career. Oh! oh. I'll call my career stagnant, sis. Okay. Would, see, at so, that moment, I would have went muck city on him. Bitch, listen, you just got <laughs> Listen. <laughs> Listen, so I started laughing. I said, okay, um, what makes it stagnant? So he goes, well, I mean, you said you don't want, you don't want to be like a warden or anything. I said, well, if you knew anything about law enforcement, you would know that if I'm doing the crossover and I'm going into Ellie, I can't be a warden because a warden is only in corrections, but I digress. You know, what do you do for a living? He said, well, right now I'm between jobs. (laughs) He might he might have pooped in the, in the pool a little bit. I'm he said, "I'm between jobs. Um, I'm waiting on the lawsuit to come in." Oh, okay, God. okay. So let's talk about that. That's okay. Well, who are you suing, if I may ask? And he goes, "The Department of Corrections." Oh my God! See, that is a man. That is a boy <coughs> that is peeing in the pool. It sounds like he is requiring a, so much from a woman, but he ain't got shit to bring to the table, but possibly some hard dick. Dabbing. Ma'am, I don't even want it. So I said, okay, well, there are only two types of people who sue the Department of Corrections. Former inmates or former employees. Which one are you? Ooh. Former inmate. Well, let's move on to the best date now. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So the best date, best date I've ever had. That's a hard one. Because most of them have just been like, same old. Yeah. That's what sucks. I thought about it. I was like, what's the best date I had? So, okay. While you're thinking, I'll tell you about the worst date I think I had. Mm -hmm. I think it was I think it was bad just because of one incident that happened so I like older guys I went out with this older guy actually 
I met up with him at his house. I had been talking to him for a little while, met up with him at his house um, because he was bragging about how he likes to cook a lot. So if you know me, you know I'm not a cook. I don't do all that. So it was like a Trust Sunday. me, I know you. Exactly. So it was like a Sunday kind of lunch, dinner kind of thing. And he was like, you know, he was cooking. So I had met a couple of his friends as well. And they were like, oh, no, he can cook. Like, you know, like he's the cooker. I was like, all right, cool. So I show up to eat. And this is our like second time meeting up and we're eating. And let me just say his food was amazing. It was so good, like really good. And Mm -hmm. I remember him taking his fork and picking up something off of his plate to put in my mouth. And I was like, (laughs) why would you do that? Like, you don't even know me like that. You want to already put your fork in my mouth. Like, what What are you? Like, so you could have just been like, hey, let me give you a side of this. I think it was some greens, too. <laughs> like, let me give you a side of this right here. And you could take right. it. Why would you pick up your fork and put it in my mouth? Like, why would you try to? And I was like, uh, no. People are weirdos. He looked at me like. Like, what? Like, you was wrong. Because he yeah, was like, trying I to be romantic wrong. and feed you. And I was like sir like that's disgusting I, I don't I'm, now I have had some good dates I would say the best date I have ever gone on was um a guy that we weren't seriously dating but we were we were kicking it a lot um he used uh-huh. to take me on motorcycle rides mm. and I used to adore that like I'm, I'm really simple like that. So it would be like a Saturday or Sunday, nice day. And we would just go ride by the coast on the motorcycle stop. At See, some that, I can dig that. So I can dig like, that. It, doesn't re- it doesn't take a lot, right? Yeah, but- it doesn't. I honestly think my the day that I had the most fun on, I'll say that. The mm-hmm. day that I've had the most fun on was also with the older guy. And we went to... Um, the Ruby Elixir in St. Petersburg. Mm-hmm. And we danced all stinking night. Like I have not danced like that in so long. And I, you know, I love my old school music. So they was playing like the Whispers and uh, Ronald Osley and the mm-hmm. Osley Brothers and Frankie ba- Beverly and Mays. Like, girl, I was joking. Like I was at one of my daddy parties, honey. <laughs> so that felt good. <laughs> See, it, it, it doesn't take that much. I think. I think sometimes men think that we require so some of us require so much when it comes to dating when it's really a simple thing. That's what I mean by social media and this reality TV where they have people thinking that in order to make your woman happy, you got to go buy her a, a, a lace front for $500 and then get it installed and then buy her a Maybach and then, you know, get a pet monkey on the side. Like what? And I hear guys, I hear some guys, I have male friends who are like, oh, you know, you're just, you're just the, one of the ones that's not like the normal, the normals, you know, these women require you to show up with this, like the whole Birkin bag thing, like you got, and I'm like, why? But those are the women y'all go after. Those are, so don't blame it on all of us, because those are who you go after. Absolutely. There are a lot of me's and, and Eden's out here who, we don't, we don't like require you to come with Let me tell you something. First of all, the money you could spend on a Birkin bag, you know how many art supplies I can get with that? Speak on it. 
like it that's their fault that's how they are contributing to the pee mm-hmm. in the pool. they mm-hmm. chase after these women who I, I, hey if that's what sis's requirements are that's on her like i, I ain't shitting on that at all but you chase after her for that or those yeah. types of women for that and then you want to blame all of the women and like oh y'all require too much and furthermore you want to make us suffer for your bad your poor decisions because i was dating this guy who was like Oh, I'm not going to show any affection until I really know that I love you, until you prove to me that you're not like every. First of all, sir, I don't have to prove anything to you. Oh, have you lost every you marble the good Lord gave you? Mm, not all long. <laughs> I don't have to prove anything to you. Yeah. You're coming to the table with all the baggage. You're coming to the table with three children. You're coming to the table being caught in a lie. I don't have to prove anything to you. So, okay, which leads me to my next question. I've heard a few women say this before, and I've seen this trending on social media before. Mm-hmm. We should be dating with the intention to marry. How do you feel about that? Not everyone wants to get married. Right. So you should be dating with the intention to get your end goal, hmm. whatever your end goal is. Okay. So I had this conversation with a friend. And for me specifically, I was talking about dating to marry. And I said, why is it that we are automatically dating to marry? Why aren't we dating to Mm -hmm. get to know people? Why? Because everybody's, every dude you date is not. It's not going to be marriage material. He's not marriage material. And y'all probably aren't supposed to end up in a romantic relationship together. Maybe he's supposed to end up just being your friend. So why Mm -hmm. are we requiring or telling other women that, oh, you should be dating to marry? Like, why not just be dating to have a good time? Like, that's a part of the P being contributed to the pool for me. Why I agree. Why are we dating to just get to know people, to network, yeah. to figure out yes. what you like and don't like? Like, Listen, let me tell you. And you know what? That's partly why I'm okay with going Dutch on a first date, too. Mm-hmm. Or why I'm okay with paying for a meal. Because I am on a lot of dating sites. I'm on Facebook dating. I'm on BLK. I'm on Tinder. Those are only three that I will check regularly because plenty of fish is, girl, that's successful. But nonetheless, nonetheless, I network with people on those dating sites all the time. I can't tell you how many people have bought art from me. I can't tell you how many people have gotten logos done from me. I can't tell you how many people have referred me to somebody else to do a party. So... When I go on a date, it's not to say I'm coming on this date because I want this person to be my man. Absolutely not. I'm coming on this date just to see if we're gonna have a good time because I'm bored and I want to kick it tonight. I'm bored and I want to have somebody, some company, you know. So, and if we're on the date, however it goes, is how it goes. So, with online dating, I'm not a big fan of it for me personally. I have heard some great stories about it from people. I love online dating. Do you think that online dating has contributed more P to the people, to uh, to the pool, to yes. see away? Or, and if so, how do you think online dating has contributed to the P in the pool? I think a lot of people view online dating as just hooking up. A mm. lot. There are like, 
95% of the people that are on there think that if we exchange numbers and if we go on a date that I'm supposed to get something at the end of the night. Now, is that, is, do you think that's mostly men think that way or mostly women think that way? Well, I can only speak for men because I don't really date. I don't date women anymore. Okay. So I don't go on online dating sites looking for women. Okay. Um, but the men is what I can say because that's who I really, you know, look for. Yeah. But I can say this with dating men and just having normal conversation or just, you know, kicking it. I have heard that that's what they get from women as well. So mm-hmm. I don't know if it's true, but that's what I've heard. So it's kind of twofold. Everybody is just going on there to possibly just get them a quickie. Yeah. Hmm. It's creepy. It's yeah, creepy. I, I, I personally, I just have not been... I don't like online dating. I'm, I'm, I need to feel your energy from the moment that we meet. Like I need to feel it. And I always feel like you don't know who people are when you meet them in person mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and online, like they can create so much more of this life that does not exist for them. And for me, I will say that's scary. That's very, very scary for me. And it's probably because I watch a lot of like, um, oxygen. You know, see, for me, I grew up in Monk City, you feel me? So I feel like if you can survive Monk City, you can survive anywhere. And um, at the end of the night, I'm going home. And that's big facts. That's big. And I, I respect that. That's big facts. It's just, so, not, it's just not my thing. It's not for me. But yeah. to people because I, I have definitely gone to a wedding where people met on, um, I think it was Match.com. And, and see, you know what? There are some sites, though, that you can take a lot more seriously. Okay. I get on a whole bunch of free sites. I don't really take none of them seriously, but because <laughs> you know I'm cheap, sis. <laughs> but I have met some really cool people on the free sites that I have been on. Now, I don't meet everybody that I talk to. I don't even respond to half the people that I match with because it just depends on how you come at me. I have to kind of like um, screen you. I have to screen you. But a lot of the sites that I'm on, I can't really screen you until we match. So it goes off of attraction. If we think we both think the person is attractive, we swipe right. Now, what the next step is determines if I'm actually going to talk to you or not. Okay. So... Give me five things that you think women should do to help get some of the pee out of the pool. And give me five things that you think men should do to get some of the pee out of the pool. And the things to be the same? Yeah. Okay. So for women, <clears throat> I think that women need to um, take accountability when they're wrong. Mm, okay. I think that women need to <laughs> learn how to articulate our points without yelling, screaming, or catching attitudes. Okay. Um, I think that women need to learn how to listen and let men lead. Mm, okay. Um, I think that women need to learn how to finance their own wants. Ooh, you might have just struck a nerve. Okay. That's all right. I'm just telling you what I think. You asked okay. five. That's four, right? That's four. Um, and I think that I 
Let's see, my fourth one for one minute. I think that women need to get back to being feminine. Mm. Okay. And what about men? Okay, for men, I think that men need to learn how to leave. Okay. I think that men need to learn how to articulate their emotions. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Um, I think that men need to stop worrying about what other men think Ooh. when it comes to their relationships. Oh, you I might think that goes for women too, but mm-hmm. men definitely because men have this this thing of this fear of looking vulnerable. Yes. Mm. To their homeboys. Mm. I think men need to stop worrying about what other men think when it comes to their relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, that's three. Yep. I think that, well, I guess that falls hand in hand with learning how to be vulnerable. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, and I think that, well, let me give you two more for men. Mm. I mean, I think that men need to get back to respecting women, mm-hmm. respecting women, regardless of how she's um, portraying herself. Oh, I like that. I like that. Cause she can show up to the party. She like. Yeah. Yeah. It, because I don't care if she's a prostitute. I don't care if you was a prostitute. I'm just joking. <laughs> I don't care if she's a prostitute. I don't care if she's a lawyer. I don't care if she's, a, I don't care what she's doing. Right. I need men to treat women like ladies. Right. Because one thing that I've learned, I don't care what another woman says about women. We seem to care more about what a man think about us. What a man wants. And men have such a big influence on little girls that they don't understand, especially their little girls. So I think that they need to learn how to respect women regardless of the situation, regardless of what she's behaving like. Um, And I think that men need to learn how to speak life into other men when it comes Mm. to their relationships and hold other men accountable for their relationships. Say that because if you have been listening to me, anybody out there, I always say men have to stop worrying about telling women how to be women and focus more on helping their roguish ass homeboys learn how to be men. Yes, I think that men need to definitely focus on teaching men how to be men. And women helping have to men stop become better men. men to learn how to be women. Classic girl, classic talk about that. Daddy. Talk about that. Talk I, about that. And girl, fronts so there like communication across the across the board. Women and men, we we all have to learn how to better communicate, articulate what we need. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, the biggest thing for me is people need to stay in their lanes. And when I say stay in your lanes, I mean women focus on empowering. Like we can we can empower our men and stuff like that. But when it comes mm-hmm. to being women, let's women focus on women. Let's, let's see. Let's us focus on us. And we have to understand that when we're empowering our men, 
We're talking to our men about what they want. We ain't talking to Derek Jackson about what my man want. You know, I'm not going to, what's the other man? I forgot his name. Uh, the little big headed one with the, the skin. Yeah. I'm not going to these men to figure out what my man wants. You know, Gabrielle? Oh, she I called am. me by my government, y'all. Whoa. No, that means it's real. Go ahead. Listen, listen, though. I am going to, I am going to put a, a couple's journal out. Mm-hmm. I ain't going to give you how to hold gist of it, but I'm going to give a couple's, I'm going to put a couple's journal out because one thing I know, I, I think I should say, one thing I think that couples need to learn how to do is keep your business in your relationship, mm-hmm. period. Stop going outside. Whatever you have, what you're dealing with, whether it's dating, whether it's a a committed relationship, whatever it is you're doing, as long as you and the person that you're with are on the same page, that's what matters. And that's how I think we prevent ourselves from peeing in the pool. I I agree. I think we, I think as a culture, we're so caught up in social media goals. This relationship is goals. Being this type of woman is goals. Being this type of, I, I wouldn't say being this type of man is goals, but I don't really see much of that happening. That just me. I, but you know, I just, I'm going to tell you what my goal is. My goal is to become the best version of me. Mm-hmm. And can't nobody tell me how to do that. As a matter of fact, my friend has a book out. Tiffany Rochelle has a book out. It's called Be You. Sorry, this is a shameless plug, but y'all go to um, get her book. <laughs> plug away. I support. Shameless plug. Go get Be You. It's a book about learning and loving yourself mm-hmm. and not having to, to account for or to, to, to live up to what anybody else is doing or what anybody else thinks you should be doing. Be right. you. Mm-hmm. Be you. So what mm-hmm. I gather from this from this uh episode today is that when it comes to con- when it comes to peeing in the in the pool women have played a big part we need to better communicate absolutely we need to focus more on ourselves and our individual goals and we need to show up whole mm-hmm. because i heard that in there when you said i was taking notes um on my on my phone when you were talking um and one of the things that hit me was when you said a woman needs to be able to finance her own life and I think that go, I piggyback over that and say, finance your own life before you require a man to do it. For Absolutely. That's Absolutely. Big. And that doesn't take away from, that doesn't take away from you being a strong, independent woman when a man comes along and contributes, because Absolutely. I believe like what you first said in, in the beginning of, of this episode is that, um, when he come, when a guy comes along, he should be a bonus. He mm-hmm. should add to what you had. And you I should be adding to him. You should add to him. He yeah. should not be required to build you up and make you who you want mm-hmm. to be. That work should already be in progress. It should, be, should done. already be on yeah. that road. Yeah. So and, and the things that I like for me, I have absolutely no problem with women who wear hundreds of thousands of hair in their head. But my thing is this. If you can't afford it for yourself, why are you asking this man to pay for it? I agree. My nails were getting done before I started dating you. And whether you give me the money or not, I'm still getting my nails done. Speak. Whether you give me the money or not, my hair is still getting done. My lashes will still be done. 
I'm probably not mine. You, I'm gonna show up with it. No, but this is just it. me talking. But when they're not, <laughs> when they're not done, it's because I didn't feel like getting it done. It's not, or or it's because I couldn't afford to get it done, and I wasn't gonna ask you because that's I not your responsibility. That like most of the time I'm gonna show up with no edge, like, <laughs> and because I can't, I just let them. <laughs> Listen, I used to be. I'm still like that to an extent, but I was talking to this one dude and. Listen, you know the rough stages of dreads. Girl, my hair was never done. I finally twist my hair one day. He's talking about, don't come back to my house with your hair now, dude. You need to stay out your business. Girl, and don't do it that. was so, hilarious. As we wrap up this episode, I want you just to describe your singleness in one word. Ooh. Bliss. Oh, it's I been like bliss. it. It's been blissful. I like it. Now, <laughs> I would recommend that all women, I don't care if you're single or not right now, but especially for the single ladies, I would highly suggest you dive into Jasmine Sullivan's Hotel album. Mm-hmm. Now, we talked about it a little bit before we got on the episode. You said you hadn't listened to the whole album. But um, what are some of the songs that you've heard so far and how do you feel like they can empower women in their singles? So one of them that I really like, and I don't think that, um, I don't know the words completely. I just know a couple of couple of lines, but it's something about you gonna make a hoe out of me. Oh, yes, that is the Listen. one with um, her, girl like yes. I yes. would agree. I would. I love that song. I know that song because I can identify with that song so much because baby understands something. And let me just (laughs) say this because there's some hating ass dudes out there that I've that I've seen on my timeline. Like, oh, this was like a really bad album. She just like this ain't for you. Everything that a woman does is not for you. This album was for women, and that I want men to learn how to teach men how to be men. Like, go to just say that. Stop. Why are you listening to an album called Hotels anyway? <laughs> but no, no, no. On, on another note, I, I really appreciate you being here. I wanted to give everybody a brief view of your art back there. Let them know Thank how they you. can contact you. Let them know what was, you have going on in the near future. Okay, so Pretty Girls Paint has a few things going on. Um, we do have a 420 party coming up with Hippie Logics in Tampa. You guys can definitely um, add Pretty Girls Paint on Facebook and Instagram. It's Pretty Girls underscore Paint on Instagram. I also will be doing a Juneteenth event in Tampa. Um, it'll be June 18th, 19th, and 20th, the full weekend. And you can go to my page for the link to get tickets to that as well. And there I will be selling some art. I was supposed to be finishing this up, but I was talking instead. Because it um, got good. <laughs> it did. Um, I will be selling art. I will be selling paint boxes. And I will be doing pop-up painting at the Juneteenth event as well. So definitely come and check me out. Also, I do have a show getting ready to come on uh, Instagram Live. It's called Twisted Tea. So be on the lookout for that as well. And my co-host will be Tiffany Rochelle on that. So that's going to be very, very exciting. All right, y'all. Well, 
Y'all, we talked about it. I don't know what y'all expected from this episode, but I <laughs> hope you came with your arms wide open, ready to receive. And y'all already, already know where to find me. I am your host, uh, Gab. This is Gift of Gab. And like I always say, take care of yourselves and take care of each other. Bye, Amen to that. Peace. <laughs>